Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. Hey guys, I feel impressed to sound the alarm because I know based on my conversations with the people I've been encountering that a lot of you just don't know so about this topic that I'm getting ready to share with you. And so because I've been called to teach and to instruct and to challenge and to build the body of Christ and people, I think it's my, I take personally, I think I have a personal responsibility and obligation to share with you the truth about something that a lot of you are possibly involved in that you do not need to be involved in because it's very dangerous. And so let's just jump right in right now. I'm referring to the occult. And of course, when I say the occult, you're like, oh, I don't practice witchcraft. I'm not a witch. I don't have seance. I don't have seances. I don't have a Ouija board. I don't do any of those things. How can I be involved in the occult? But occult practices are becoming more and more common even now in regular everyday life. They're, they used to be kind of masked, but I think because now the church does not really talk about it as much and the spirit realm as a whole is something that here in the Western world, we sometimes don't talk as much about in a church context. So people who operate in darkness and who are Wiccans or Satanists, or uh, warlocks, those those individuals who are real, who do really worship Satan, they do these things, and they're a lot of times a lot more adept in having an understanding of the spirit realm than believers are, because that's something that a lot of the more traditional religious denominations don't really deal with the spirit realm, and they talk about the things of the Holy Spirit we're for the time of the apostles and that's not something we need to do now and all those kinds of things. And so while the church has bickered back and forth, while the church has this, has gone back and forth trying to decide whether they want to believe and do the Bible or they want to construct their own God and their own version of Jesus Christ, the dark world and Satan has done a job of infiltrating literally, literally every aspect of society. And so as a result, Either people come to church or, you know, have small groups or whatever aspect it is, and they, they're they not introduced to conversation about the spirit realm and how all these things work, and nobody's teaching about the occult and what things are part of the occult, and all those kinds of topics are a lot of times avoided. And so now you have people who are Bible-believing Christians who are participating in activities that are clearly for the occult. Now, I do want to start by saying that Satan is not the creator of anything. God is the creator of all things. So basically what Satan does is he tries to come in and corrupt or pervert the things that God has created and established. And so one of the things in Joshua 1.8, the Bible tells us that we are to meditate, right? That what he was telling, telling to Joshua was that he should meditate on the word of God, right? And he was telling him that in doing so, that he was going to be able to like meditate on the word and it would become something 
that would he could think over, mull over, meditate on it. And then as a result of that, he would be able to know the things of God and be strengthened and developed in the things of God. Right. And so the whole meditation, the whole meditation concept is some is something that now you hear people talk about it and you hear people say it like it's a it's a scary thing, it's a negative thing, and you hear mindfulness. Like I was in a group today. Um, um I was in a group today and, and what the weird they were talking about was about mental health because May is Mental Health Month. And so they were talking about Mental Health Month and they were talking about how, you know, different things that they use to calm themselves. And a lot of people were sharing different stories about people in their lives who committed suicide and different things like that. And so they were sharing, it was just very disturbing to me because 90% maybe not 90%, but but several of the speakers spoke about the way that they calm themselves, the way that they relax is ways, things that are involved, that involve the occult. And so I was, I was actually texting with someone, with um, one of my friends, I was texting her and I was asking her, has she ever heard about some of the things? She was like, no, I never heard of that. And I said, well, that's the occult. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that. And then <laughs> she kind of went mute on me after that. She didn't have anything else to say. And so that's kind of what happens. People don't know they're participating and they're actively participating in these things. And then when you try to be, when you try to tell them that they shouldn't be doing it, then they become, you know, kind of get upset. And then they like, well, no, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just this or it's just that. Okay. So again, in Joshua 1, 8, the Bible says, keep the law of the book always on your lips. That's the new international version. Let's go to the new King James. It says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you can observe to do according to all that's written in it. And then you'll make your way prosperous. Just like I was saying earlier, it'll teach you how to live and show you the things that God expects of you and you will have good success. So good success, prosperity, a positive life, all of those things come from meditation on the word of God. But as I was saying, now we have people talking about meditating as, well, just clear your mind, we'll just empty your mind. Mindfulness is just humming or sitting in a certain posture, crossing your legs on the floor, and you begin to chant, chanting and all these kinds of things. Those things are dangerous, guys. It's part of the occult. So I felt like I needed to come on and sound the alarm because a lot of you, I'm sure, are getting involved in these things and it's not good. It has to do with darkness. It has to do with the cult. And then when you start to have different issues and problems as a result, you'll wonder, well, why are things not working? Why am I hearing noises? Why am I having these pains in my body? Why am I getting sick? Why do I keep having these accidents? And I don't know what like these random accidents these are because you create you you created openings in your life. You created opportunities because of your involvement in the occult. And so I want to be clear about that. I know I'm going to have some questions. You can feel free to come. You can leave, as you know, when you listen, when you listen, you can leave me a message. You can also reach me on any of my social media if you want to talk about it. And I can give you, you know, more scripture and more understanding about it than what I'm saying here. 
but as a whole, I just want to, I just want to let you know that these things are, are connected to the occult. One of those is Reiki. That's the people use that for healing. And I've, you know, I've seen, I've gone to several places as a matter of fact, that after I got there, I, I found out that they were involved in the Reiki healing and the dealing with the ch chakras and all those things. And so I left. And so all of those things are involved in a cult. Anytime you are tapping into another dimension to try to gain access into the spirit realm or into the spirit dimension that doesn't come through the Holy Spirit, then you are accessing it the wrong way and you're accessing it demonically. So Reiki healing, energy, energy healing, burning sage, crystals, chakra, sound bowls, communicating with the ancestors, all of those things have to do with the occult. And when I say the occult, that means demonic. There are only two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God and there's the kingdom of Satan. Everything falls into one of two, one of those two categories. And all of these things are in the dark kingdom. They protect, they have, they support the kingdom of darkness, which is Satan's kingdom. And this one is the big one, which is yoga. A lot of people say, oh, well, I'm just stretching. Yoga stretches, they help me feel stronger. They help my body feel stronger. And I know out of ignorance, years ago, probably about 10 years ago, I was doing yoga and I have to admit that I did feel good. The stretches were good, but I also was doing sun salutations and other postures that I later learned were dedicated to different Hindu gods. All the postures in yoga are, are dedicated to different gods. And so if you ask anyone who practices that faith, they will tell you that it's not just exercise. It's not just stretching. In the Western world, we try to pick it up and make it about stretching. And we even have some Christian churches who say we're having Christian yoga. Guys, there's no way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh to the father, but by me. Meaning when he says I am the way, that's the only way. So there's Christian plus any other religion knocks the Christian out because Jesus and God don't share their sovereignty with anybody. So if it's God and, or Jesus and, then they just bow out because there is no one who compares to God. God is the sovereign rule of the universe. Jesus is his son. He is God. He's seated on the right hand of the father. And so they don't compete. They don't get in competition with any other God. So if you want them and another God, then they'll just bow and let you have the other God and realize that that God is not the true God. Okay. So I know a lot of people, I've seen other people get attacked on social media when they've had this conversation about yoga and the sound bowls and the sage, because people have all of these excuses and reasons why they're doing them, but your excuses and why you're doing them is of no consequence. Guys, yoga is a religious exercise. It is making um, altars, creating altars to false gods, and it is a sin. So if you are doing yoga, you need to stop doing it and you need to repent. And it also introduces you to different spirits. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that right now on this podcast, but it introduces you to different spirits. So a lot of times people begin to have um, different pains that they weren't having before because they're involved in yoga. And you have to be really careful because even because I sit a lot for my job, I started to have a lot of tightness in my you know, lower, my lower back. And so I was looking on YouTube trying to find some stretches to do. And 95% of the stretches had something to do with yoga. And so I found one of them and I was doing the stretches and we were going along good. Then all of a sudden she went into this stretch, which I knew to be a yoga stretch. 
And I kind of got distracted talking to my brother and, and real and I said, wait a minute, that's yoga. And so I had to stop, you know, I just stop <laughs> the stretches. And so you have to be really careful because ignorance is of no excuse. The devil doesn't care if you're ignorant. He doesn't care if you don't know. He doesn't care if you didn't read about it or you don't believe it. He takes advantage of that. Actually, the Bible says that he that God said he would not have us be ignorant of the devil's devices, which means it's possible for us to be completely clueless as to what the devil is really trying to do. So I really wanted to sound the alarm about these things. God has said he's a jealous God. He shall have no other God before him. There are no substitutes to God. The only way to access the spirit realm righteously in a way that honors God is through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. If you meditate on the word of God, then that will give you clarity. That will give you peace. That will give you security. That will give you clarity. You don't have to hum or mumble or call or do any chants or any of that kind of thing, right? Now you can say the word of God. You can repeat the word of God. You can mutter the word of God. You can read the word of God and say it over and over. The Bible says that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So that is a biblical way of meditation. There is a such thing as biblical medica- meditation, but just clearing your mind and emptying your mind out and, um, you know, starting to think about all these different animals and birds that you want to be. And I, guys, you're being tricked. It's the occult. You're being lulled to sleep and you're being pulled into the occult unknowingly. So I wanted to sound the alarm, let you know if you're involved in any of these things, get out. Do not go around saying I'm a yogi. I teach people yoga. I'm experienced. Guys, it's not God. So the Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. And so I don't, I want to shun the very appearance of evil. I don't want to be involved in anything that involves mixture. And so I would encourage you to do the same. Again, if you want to leave a comment or have a question about it, feel free to leave the comment here or you can reach out to me on any of my social media, but we've got to begin to open our eyes and be um, educated about what these things really are so we're not being lulled into darkness unknowingly. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you're the giver of light. We thank you that your word says you would not have us be ignorant of the devil's devices, that you are light and in you there is dark, no darkness at all. So we thank you for the revelation of your truth. We thank you that you cover us, that you keep us, you protect us. We curse every spirit of fear that would try to attack us whenever we release truth or come into the knowledge of your truth. We reject it in the name of Jesus and we accept your truth. We accept your light and we believe the words that you have spoken. Father, we repent for any areas where we have exalted other gods. We repent for any areas where we've tried to, we've tried to bring you in partnership with other gods by trying to serve you and them. You are our God, you alone. And so we repent for any areas that we've done that. We pray that you'll begin to show us, reveal to us areas of our life that need to come into adjustment and come into alignment. We thank you for this opportunity to come into knowledge of truth. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So we thank you for your truth in Jesus name. Amen. You've been listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Before you go, subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode.